0: Sixty percent of the time, it works. Every time. I am this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. Come with me if you want the live. Gentlemen,
1: you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now,
0: here's your host, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny.
1: Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. This is my Lego movie voice. <laughs> why? Be- because <laughs> we're going to talk Lego movie too. Or why is that the voice that I choose? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Oh, you know what? None of your fucking business. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's like, a, you know, animator type thing. Like Very, a- very dramatic. Yeah, it's like uh, like animated movies. I watch a lot of animated movies with a two-year-old at home. So I notice it's basically just regular actors' voices, but kind of picked
0: up a little bit. And, uh, hey, guys, like we got to get out of this zoo. Like I don't know. <laughs> You're kind of doing Chris Pratt's voice for his second character that he plays in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Which I learned is actually a Kurt Russell impression. Oh, yeah. Wow. Don't want to get too much. Into yeah, the movie, we right started away. strong with the movie talk. We're about to review the Lincoln Log movie, <laughs> <laughs> the
1: Lego My Ego movie, the second part. <laughs> yeah, we kind of just fucking jumped right in, didn't we? A little bit. Whoops. But you know what? That's fine. Yeah, this is we're eager, eager. But here we are, doing it again another week. I'm excited to be back on the futon.
0: Yeah, we're doing actually pretty good with followers and stuff like that. Yeah, we're getting some traction. Growing a little bit.
1: We're on the Instagram primarily. We definitely have a Twitter and a Facebook, but Instagram seems to be like our main nut right now. It's our stomping ground. Hell yeah, we're running that bitch. (laughs) Running that bitch. Mark Zuckies (laughs) can (laughs) sucky. We don't need you, Facebook. So the... uh... The Oscars were last night. Yeah, they were. So I saw on Instagram, because people were posting about it, but I don't have cable, because this isn't a TV podcast. <laughs> That's true. So I don't give a fuck about TV.
0: <laughs> this was a TV podcast, we would have cable, but I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, I already
1: have the A-list. What more do you want from me?
0: <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Set my game up. I think one of the early episodes, you were like, maybe I'll invest in it, and then...
1: And then I was like, probably not. And then like
0: two weeks later, I'm like, I got it! Yeah. <laughs> But how, how were the Oscars? You actually got to watch it, right? Yeah, I did watch it. We had, like, a, not a party, but we had a few people over. and oh. Yeah, we... Glad I got the invite. It was it was me, my girlfriend, her friend, my brother, and his girlfriend.
1: Oh, that's cool. I definitely don't have a girlfriend or someone to bring... Well, I have a fiancé to bring over. <laughs> yeah. but that's cool. Thanks. You know, it's good to know where I stand in your life. You know, we only have a movie podcast. Why would you... In- <laughs> Invite me to a movie award <laughs> show viewing in your house. And I've met all of them. So are those... we done with this podcast now? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the
0: last episode of Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was good. There's... Uh... Apparently, a lot of controversy going around with the Oscars. Oh, so I've heard. Yeah, so I've heard.
1: I'm surprised it took this long for controversy to catch up to the Oscars. You talking about that uh, that Academy that uh, underrepresents African Americans and women, even though they're all over the movie industry? We just snub them left and right. You mean that organization is under scrutiny and controversy now? I I do. That's weird.
0: <laughs> How did that happen? But you know what? They've been under controversy in scrutiny for a while. Oh yeah. So, I mean, deservedly so though. They've been asking for it. I feel like this year though, like I might get heat for this, but I don't think that this year was that egregious. Um, I think the biggest thing against it was the Kevin
1: Hart situation, right? I thought that was like the I don't know about that. T- tell me about that. He was originally the guy they wanted to host the Oscars. Okay. But from his past was dug up some tweets where he referred to things as like, oh, that's gay or you're gay, like using it flippantly and kind of like derogatory. Oh, okay. Um, so people were just like, this is the guy you want to host the Oscars and whatever, and he like withdrew himself. Okay. So that was the that was the first thing that I heard as controversy about the Oscars, but I'm not sure.
0: I didn't even know about that, but that's also funny because like earlier in the year, we're talking like maybe like, 6 months ago they were saying that there wasn't going to be a host at all. Yeah. Which is what it ended up being. So I didn't even know that there was supposed to be a, a host, but someone had mentioned Kevin Hart to me before the Oscars started and I didn't know anything about it. So mm. now I know what it's about. But yeah, like they, they weren't going to have a host originally and also they were going to keep it a lot shorter. So they weren't going to televise some awards like cinematography oh, right. they weren't going to so have on stuff like that. Well, that um, seems
1: like an important one too. That's yeah, like a like, really that's a good so, Oscar, yeah. That's a that's a good Oscar. That
0: was the one that I was waiting for all of last year for yeah. um, Blade Runner to win. Like I was, that's like that was like the big one for me. Yeah, and I, I I guess they they changed the format. Apparently, they were gonna have like a People's Choice Award type thing, which is stupid because it's already the People's Choice Awards, right? But, I, rem- I remember people being uptight about that. Yeah, but like. No, I I mean I didn't really pay too much attention about like the format of the show or who was hosting. I usually don't care about that stuff. I just want yeah. I just want to be into the nitty gritty with the awards and all that. So yeah, just show me who's winning. Yeah. So we watched that, and I felt like it was a pretty good year. I guess like, you I don't, sa-
1: you don't sound too confident in that. No, I
0: was I was actually thinking about it afterwards. Like I said this in our rev- like year in review episode, 2018 was kind of just a blah May year for movies for me. Yeah, and so like. You had
1: mentioned that there were more movies you liked, but less movies you loved. Yeah, right. Like that was the I think that was the way you put it, and yeah. I think that's pretty spot on.
0: So, like, even with like the best picture nominees and stuff, there was only like three that I maybe even thought could have possibly be even considered for a best picture award. Right, and then there was two or three that I was like, if that wins, I'll be pissed. And then there was a couple that I was indifferent on, yeah. and the one that won, I was indifferent on.
1: Um, it was Roma one, no, no. Green Book, Green Book, right? Roma won Best Director, and that's which we saw coming. We called that. Yes, yeah. So that was all us. You're welcome.
0: Green, <laughs> Green Book winning, I was very surprised about, and that's one of the, that's like the big controversy of the Oscars basically right now. Really? Yeah, because oh. a lot of people are upset that like Green Book tackles like race relations and racism but it's pg-13 it's not as scathing as say a movie like 12 years a slave or detroit or something like that yeah and people were basically saying that it was it it takes those issues lightly and it's only a movie made to make like white people feel good about like that there's change coming and all this stuff so People uh, okay. people are mad that a movie that was tackling racism too lately won, it seems. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like, I, I, I'm definitely, I probably shouldn't even speak on that, but I just feel like there's some movies that, like Detroit or something, that people aren't going to go see because they do make you uncomfortable and stuff like that, which... I think is stupid. People should go see them, especially right. like, like 12 years of a slave to Those are you, all phenomenal you should, movies. You
1: should go see something that's going to challenge your ideals yeah. instead of just agree with you because what the fuck is the fun of just going to a movie and be like, yeah, yeah me too, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but like at the same time, I guess green book tackles those themes in a more approachable way. So, it's a little bit more mainstream, maybe. They so, kinda, maybe
1: they kind of soften the subject so that people can digest it a little better. I think
0: so. And I think maybe that gets other people there, which maybe gets people thinking a little bit more, or like someone that's not like, you know, a hardcore movie goer or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I can see why people are annoyed. But at the same time, I don't think that like people should be getting upset that a movie about race relations won because it wasn't intense enough, basically. <laughs> okay. I can see that. I don't know. You seem like you disagree. Well, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't really have like a leg to stand on in the argument. Green you know? Book Green Book is kind of campy, like that's why like my issue with it was I was just kind of like it's a little cheesy and I can see why like it's for a movie that like with that theme it is too campy for it. Yeah, but like I said, at least it's trying to present an important idea.
1: Right. It's interesting though because last year I feel like there were a lot of movies that kind of tried to tackle the same topic of Either racism or um, like social injustice yeah. and civil rights, mm-hmm. and there were I didn't see everything, but I did see quite a few movies that touched on this topic. Some better than others. Like I feel like Blind Spotting did a amazing job. Yeah, talking about it in like an interesting way and really approaching it head on and not trying to like soften the edges and skirt away from it. They just like fucking went for it, and it was great and it was smart. And it was interesting. And then you have similar themes in sorry to bother you, but that also kind of derails at a certain point. And then like I think the point of that is to be a little bit off from center and weird. But at the same time it almost like takes away from the importance of the discussion. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of movies that are diving into that. So you gotta like Really stand your ground in what you're talking about. So if they were kind of pussyfooting around the topic, I can see that being frustrating.
0: Yeah, I to to go off what you were just saying. I think in the movies that shared that same thing theme, Blind Spotting was my favorite. I probably I enjoyed Blind Spotting more than Green Book. I would have had Blind Spotting in there instead. And to a degree, I think that Sorry to Bother You was was a little bit better as well. Okay. Sorry to bother you. gets kind of crazy, but sorry to bother you is much more original. I mean, this is this is based on a true story, so I guess you know they had to go off of, you know, factual. <laughs> there was yeah. no horse dick, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm definitely not seeing it. <laughs> but I don't know. Like Black Klansman was very good. I think that deserved uh, to be in Best Picture. Um, but I don't really think Green Book did. I would have liked Blind Spotting to have been in there. I did not like Bohemian Rhapsody that much. I don't think that should have been there. I would have yeah. liked Eighth Grade to have been there. Right. Um, also, Eighth Grade, Bo Burnham won Best Original Screenplay at the Writers Guild Awards. Oh, yeah? And he was the only nominee not nominated for an Oscar. So after he won, he got up on stage and he goes, have fun at the Oscars, losers. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> I was dying at that. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I... There was I would have been annoyed if, if Bohemian Rhapsody won best picture. Yeah. I I think with have... the scandal
1: behind Bohemian Ra- well less behind Bohemian Rhapsody and more behind Brian Singer, I don't think the Academy was going to give it to him because of like the politics of it. And there's already been so much scandal attached to the Oscars this year that the last thing they wanted would be to give Bohemian Rhapsody it whether they liked it or not. You know yeah. what I mean? I think there's no way Bohemian Rhapsody was going to get it and I said it in our 2018 wrap up and our Oscar talk. I didn't think there was any way they were gonna give it to Black Panther. I think it was in there for fan service and they just wanted to like show love and nominating it was enough, but they knew they weren't going to give it best picture. Yeah. I also I it's too soon for a comic book movie to get best picture. It's a I think it's enough right now that it got a nom.
0: I mean it won three awards. That's true. It is an Oscar winning film. Yeah. There's two movies for sure that I would have been pissed off if they won and they didn't win. So I was just kinda like, okay. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) The movies that I wanted to win didn't win, but at least the movies I really didn't want to win didn't win. So,
1: Well, I'd say maybe I'll check it out, but I'm working really hard on a new goal for this year, <laughs> and I want to see more movies from 2019 than you because when we did our best of, I had seen 25 movies, and you had seen like 118 or something, <laughs> one an insane amount comparatively. You basically saw 100 more movies than I did. So right now, I am... Two and a half movies ahead of you. Yeah, you are ahead of me right now. And I'm going to keep that lead. So I probably won't watch any movies from 2018. I'm
0: strictly watching movies that came out this year. It's in my grasp, though. I can pass you. I'm one Rocky montage away from passing you. <laughs> but those that didn't come out in
1: 2019. You're cheating. <laughs> I got to take a look at your 2018 list now. I don't believe those are all from that year. <laughs> you tried pitching me Bandersnatch for this year, but that was last year.
0: Also, that could have been on on my list last year then, too. I didn't
1: realize. It. I, after we did that episode, I realized, I'm like, oh, there's like five more movies that I actually saw from 2018 <laughs> and didn't realize it. So many movies come out. It's insane.
0: Yeah. It's I um, don't want to stay on the Oscars too long, but I thought um Infinity War got robbed for visual effects. Who won? Uh, first Man. Oh, I didn't see that, so I don't know. Here's Here's the thing. First Man is about the first landing on the moon. Which was staged, as we all know. I just feel like making space as it's been done many times now isn't it just blackness and like it wasn't presented in like a like sci-fi type way like interstellar or gravity who both won visuals in their respective year this was just lands on the moon like and they did a lot of practical effects and i didn't i didn't find it very like like it's good i but i didn't find it groundbreaking or anything like that and yeah um, I was just kinda like, oh, I've seen this before. I was surprised that it was kinda even like nominated and then it won. So I was kinda I was a little bum was a little bum I was bummed with that one. That's unfortunate. I'm thinking the
1: Oscars had a lot of negativity around it, and I don't wanna focus too much on the negative. Sometimes, you know, when life gets you down, you just gotta get in your pick up truck. You gotta fill up the tank with the best gas five dollars can buy. You pop a half a can of skull in your in your gums between your gum and your lip you just suck that bad boy you take an old coffee cup you spit in it occasionally you just roll down them fucking windows manual because you can't afford the electric roll down you gotta crank that bitch all the way down mm-hmm. and you just take take a fucking ride to the trailer park <laughs>
0: No, that was a real journey to get yeah. there. So we're doing something a little different for the trailer park. Yeah, very different. Some Unprecedented. Yeah. We are, you want to talk about groundbreaking. In the history of like the seven episodes that have come before this has never <laughs> yeah. happened before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Our rich history, we are- In the lore of the two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback. All right, we're going to start the story from the beginning. The Big Bang, All right. <laughs> The two dudes, (laughs) the two dudes were born. (laughs) Podcast comes, (laughs) two thousand and eighteen years later. (laughs) Because, as we all know, the universe is only about two thousand and eighteen years old. Exactly. So yeah, we're doing something a little different today. Very different. Mm -hmm. Since we're talking Lego Movie two colon the second part. I'm glad. The second one is the second one. Second
0: part. Second part. The second part. It's the second part. part.
1: Okay. So sorry. But since we're doing a sequel to an animated movie, which we'll get into it when we talk the movie, I don't know if I would classify Lego Movie 2 as a quote-unquote kids movie because it has a little bit more appeal than just kids, but there are a couple more animated sequels coming out this year, and we had to figure out, we had a lot of discussion about which trailers we were going to do. So we thought, why do the hard thing and decide what trailer to do when we could just do them both? at the same time <laughs> no Colin
0: won't let me do that yeah we're not doing that <laughs> I really want to we, I'm thinking about the viewer they're not going to want to hear two trailers at the same time do you guys want to hear two
1: trailers at the same time Colin at 1-800-420-6969
0: <laughs> if we want to get maybe on Instagram we could put that creation out there
1: yeah, we'll just. Yeah, that'll be just for me. Yeah,
0: there you go. You guys can... I'll make it
1: for you. Yeah, so we'll do an it. Anim- <laughs> you just put. You play both trailers over each other, like. Kind of <laughs> like, you know. What's the word for it? Like double exposed on top of each other. Yeah.
0: And then, you I mean. It's fucking cool. It probably sounds like. What is it like when you play the Dark Side of the Moon backwards? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do it. To match up to like Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we are going to play these two trailers, The Angry Birds Movie 2 and The Secret Life of Pets 2. That's right. We're going to go through these, we're not diving too deep into these, no, but not the at real all. thing is we're putting up a poll and you motherfuckers can choose which movie we have to sit through later on this year and review.
1: Yeah. That I'm not sure if I am excited for that. I mean, <laughs> I am happy that we only have to see one of them in theaters. It almost doesn't matter because I will undoubtedly see both of them a thousand times because yeah. of my son. Because I've seen the Angry Birds movie and Secret Life of Pets probably 2,000 times between the both of them. You want to hear a f- fun fact? Yes. And Um, then I want to hear a
0: boring fact. Okay. So you better have them both ready right now. All right, I've got them ready. Go. A fun fact Uh is that I have gotten a letter from Big Brother for illegally downloading a movie once. Oh, that is fun. What movie? The Angry Birds movie. Yes. (laughs) That's the perfect- Out of all the movies. That's that's the perfect movie to go to a federal prison for. For? (laughs) What do you hear? I watched the Angry Birds movie. Oh, really? I watched the Lorax. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) They got
1: a whole prison just for, like, guys like you. (laughs) They keep you and the pedophiles in the same cell block. That is the
0: worst ever heard. That's so bad. Uh,
1: That's what you get. All right, now what's the boring fact? They shut my internet off because of it. Fuck, that's so boring, dude. Why did you even tell us? The podcast listeners don't care. Yeah, I mean, how does was life so exist boring. without the internet? <laughs> I know. Well, this podcast wouldn't exist without the internet. Hence, life wouldn't exist. <laughs> okay, so the Big Bang, right? <laughs> Two dudes. Two dudes. <laughs> we did it. We were the Big Bang. Yeah, we were. Because <laughs> we banged each other. <laughs> and it was big! <laughs> All right, this is off the rails. We're talking about kids' movies this whole episode, episode yeah, and we're talking about fucking each other in space. <laughs> this is inappropriate at best. Let's let's pull up these trails. Which one do you want to show me first? I haven't seen either of these. This is gonna be a journey. No,
0: I think I think the <clears throat> Secret Life of Pets one played before Lego Movie, or am I wrong? The Secret Life of Pets has played with me in the room, and I just ignore it. Oh, uh, okay. Fair <laughs> so, enough. so I, but I've never seen Angry Birds. I have seen both of these movies, so I I will have a wealth of knowledge for one of these episodes. Well, I've seen both. Oh, I've seen the Angry Birds movie, obviously. Yeah. I uh, have only seen parts of The Secret Life of Pets. As far as the trailers go, I don't think I've seen either of these trailers in their entirety. All right.
1: Well, let's let them roll. We're starting with Angry Birds.
0: The Angry Birds Movie 2.
1: <laughs> no, no subtitle, right? Just Angry Birds Movie 2? Yeah, I think that's it. All right, let's. I guess let's do this.
0: Oh! Off to a great start. Mm. Yeah, vanilla ice. Yeah, I oh, so they're going with Ice Age vibes let's here? Oh. Ice, ice, baby. I don't oh. recognize this bird from the first movie, so, new bird. There goes my toothpaste. I am tired of this. Come on, baby. Go get it let's go get it go get the stick okay so, so i guess they're migrating i guess that's the point of this they're migrating or something oh, i don't know i'm done i'm done living on this frozen seal infested island fire another ice ball if there was a problem yo, yo I'll what the hell <laughs>
1: Oh, oh crap. I was wondering We're if this gonna was going to be slingshot. some of the same birds from the okay. old one. Oh.
0: Ice, ice, baby These actually have good casts.
1: Yeah, they... They go all out when it comes to who they get to voice all these characters. Yeah, but these movies always have money behind them. Mm -hmm. Kids movies make fucking bank. They could be horrible, they will make all of their money back and then some, like one hundred percent of the time.
0: The first Angry Birds movie is not very good. It's not amazing, but I don't. I actually don't hate it. Like I saw some people that were like, "This is crap," and I was like, "Eh, like "Yeah, better
1: than the Emoji movie." Oh yeah, I've also
0: seen a hundred times. I think it's better than. I think I hate my son. (laughs) (laughs) i think it's better than a lot of the throwaway movies that like get put out there there's a lot of movies that just kind of show up and you're like oh that's a generic kids movie that's going to be gone in theaters in like three weeks yeah
1: dude i remember when the first angry birds movie was like either being made or coming out and i was just who the fuck is making a movie about the
0: iphone game it was like six years too late like, yeah. Angry Birds was like huge in like 2012, and then Angry Birds movie came out in like 20 like 16 or something like yeah, that. I'm like, like,
1: I mean, I have no idea, but like Jason Sudeikis is in it. He's a funny guy.
0: Josh Gad. Hmm. Is uh Bill Hader in this? Yes, Bill, Bill Hader, Hader. Yeah. and I
1: see he reprised. And like all of them are like reprising for this movie too.
0: Michael Key was in the first one also. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he plays like the Judge Bird or something. Yeah, Peter Danny
1: Dinklage Mc- is in this. Yeah, he- Danny McBride. Yeah, Peter Dinklage is a real actor. <laughs> like <laughs> he plays Mighty Eagle. <laughs> is he? I didn't even realize it. Yeah, he's Mighty Eagle. So, so I guess he's coming back. And I don't know if that's a spoiler. They didn't show him in the thing.
0: Leslie Jones is in it. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Aquafina has been in some good movies. Some yeah. bad movies. She- it,
1: it's interesting to say the least. Danny McBride. I'm not excited. I mean, I didn't think watching this trailer at
0: the end of it, I was going to be like,
1: oh, shit.
0: <laughs> Here's my big issue with the movie. <laughs> yeah. they're This t- completely neglects the mythology of the Angry
1: Bird. I know. They're clearly not giving a shit about the source material. Yeah, this and is just, <sighs> who is that purple bird? He's not a playable character in the game. <laughs> with his power. No. Yeah. <laughs> is he the one who splits up into three? No, that's the ice bird fuck, bro, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, whatever. Angry Birds movie, too. That's a movie. It's coming out. Blah.
0: yeah, I don't I mean, they didn't really show you much of this, uh, but I mean, the first one was just barely passable in my book, and now this is a sequel, and the first one was definitely a cash grab, and I feel like this one might be even more so. yeah, so I'm not hopeful about this. I will say before we even watch the next trailer, my son loved
1: both of these movies. I thought it'd be a fun idea. I should bring him to see this because it's the only way I'll get enjoyment out of it is if he's enjoying it. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes that's fun. Watch him, his little smile. Yeah. His little smile. A cute little guy. <laughs> but I, th- I think he should be a guest on the podcast. I think that is a wonderful idea. He has very stern opinions about very few things, but generally, you know, you have to ask very leading questions. You're like, did you like Angry Birds? He'll just go, I like Angry Birds. <laughs> did like, What look- was your favorite part? And he'll go,
0: I like Angry Birds. <laughs> what was your favorite part? Well, the character development in the second act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd probably be more
1: insightful than I am on half these episodes. <laughs> Most of the time, you're just like... Yeah, like the cinematography and the lighting. I thought it was like really interesting. And the way they the way they'd shot this. Hey, Scott, what did you think about it? I'm like, yeah, it was dope. <laughs> like, That's all I have to offer half the time. Tight. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> but, but hey, we're two dudes. Yeah, man. What do you expect? All, <laughs> two dudes, one brain. <laughs> it's, it's in your head. <laughs> it is. You like, get- fuck you, dude. <laughs> you just accepted that. You don't even try to be like, no, dude, you're kind of smart. I don't want to disagree with you. You don't need any conflicts on the show. Not too I kind of like the conflict, but yeah, anyway, conflict is good. So that's that's Angry Birds movie too. Great job, everybody. We did it. <laughs> Let's get this other
0: movie trailer out of the way. The Secret Life of Pets two. Ah! Name's Rooster. Rooster trailer.
1: I think this is the one that I saw in a theater somewhere. Okay we're going on a trip really we're going in the car so we have max and the big dog whose name i don't remember they've replaced a disgraced comedian with an amazing comedian who's that that's Patton oswalt oh it's who's max the disgraced now. one uh louis ck oh okay <laughs> we won't we won't talk about that
0: <laughs>
1: farm now out of the big city
0: what? What? Oh, I'm a dog. I'm wagging my tail like an
1: idiot. Oh, okay, dude, not cool. Oh, are you gonna
0: throw a ball. Oh, please throw a ball, and I will chase it because my brain is the size of a rat turd. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get it. You're the voice.
1: Well, <laughs> all right. What? At least this is showing us more humor than the Angry Birds One.
0: I guess so. Yeah, more attempts at humor. Oh, fresh. The Secret Life of Pets 2. Harrison he, uh, Ford. He got the yeah. <laughs> I, guess he, I couldn't see him because of the cone. Then get rid of the cone. Man, I would. I would, but my therapist says I need it. It's a medical device. He's doctor. Here, <laughs> yeah. You're cured. Hallelujah.
1: Harrison Ford, don't give a fuck. That's not how the
0: horse works. <laughs> That's not how the cone works.
1: So yeah, Secret Life of Pets 2. I feel like that trailer does give me a little bit more hope for it than the Angry Birds 2 did. I really hope our listeners make us go see this one.
0: <laughs> if I have, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote on, on that, one. that one. I don't know, man. I really don't like Illumination Studios that much. That's right, Home of the Minions. Home of the Minions, The Grinch. That came out this year was the Illumination. I didn't see that, as you know. Yeah, I know. Fun fact, <laughs> on the first day of recording the show, we were set to record two episodes. One was Overlord. The other one was The Grinch. We recorded Overlord first. And which which then, I had seen. Which you had seen. And then we started recording The Grinch. We got through about a half hour of that episode, and then Sky admitted he hadn't watched the movie. That's right.
1: And the whole time you were talking about the Grinch, I kept talking about the Jim Carrey
0: Grinch movie. Yeah. Eventually, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I thought it would be a funny bit
1: for the show, and you were like, we can't use this. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what like, happened. This is episode two. Like, what are you doing? little insight to our relationship. Like, Got you. <laughs> Glad I wasted a half hour of our lives.
0: <laughs> yeah. So- I think you've seen the first one more than me. Oh, way more. So why don't you give a little backstory? They're not in the city anymore. They're on the farm. Farm. It had previously taken place in New York City. The big brown dog whose
1: name escapes me, I think it's Duke. Duke. Yes. It's definitely Duke. All right. He is new to the house. The whole premise of the first one is Max has an owner, and it's just the two of them, and he loves it, and he's a spoiled little dog. And then she adopts this guy because he's just like out on his own in the pound and he's going to get put down. Max doesn't like New Dog in his territory. Hilarity ensues. At the end of that movie, they're best of friends, of course, because it's a kid's movie and that's Act 3 type shit. So now it seems all they're showing is that they're either on a trip or I don't know what, but either way, they're on some farm. Which is cool because you get some interesting new characters. And that's where we meet Harrison Ford. <laughs> Can't believe, has Harrison Ford been in... A lot of like animated movies. Like, I feel like he's pretty particular about the work that he does, especially like this late in his career.
0: Yeah. I, and you know what? It's like. They must have thrown so much fucking money at that him. That has to be it because there's movies that he did not want to be involved in. And eventually, he broke down because of movie money. Like, episode seven was one of those. Really? Yeah. Like, that's surprising. I think he got paid 10 times the amount that J.J. Abrams did.
1: Deservedly so.
0: <laughs> but I'm actually going to look that up right now if he's been any in any animated movies.
1: That's not a bad thing to look up. I am also looking up something because this movie, as we said with Angry Birds, if you think Angry Birds 2 has an awesome cast, this movie blows it out of the water. And I like a lot of the people we talked about for the Angry Birds 2 movie, but this cast is fucking bananas. I already mentioned Patton Oswalt, who is hilarious. Um, Eric Stone Street, who is in Modern Family, he's also hilarious. He's reprising his role as Duke. Kevin Hart is in it. He was in the first one. Um, he plays a little bunny. He's whatever. I'm indifferent. Jenny Slate, I love. She's fucking amazing. She is also reprising her role. Ellie Kemper reprising. Um, Lake Bell, same thing. Dana Carvey's coming back. On Hannibal Burris is in it. Bobby Moynihan, Harrison Ford, Tiffany Haddish, Pete Holmes is going to be in this one. Nick Kroll, like a lot of these are like stand up people or sketch people, improv that I love and seeing that cast list i'm like there's got to be some funny moments in it cuz those are all people who genuinely bring me joy yeah on like a regular basis okay So you're selling me a little bit. You're selling me. This looks so much better than Angry Birds 2. I hate that we're leaving this to the listeners. I don't trust these fucks that (laughs) I don't feel like they're going to have our best interest in heart. (laughs) I feel like they're going to be like, make them watch Angry Birds 2. You know what? I'm going to split the decision. I want to see Angry Birds 2. I fucking hate you. (laughs) So now it's going to. So now they're basically voting. Vote Team Sky or Team Colin. That's how I should put the poll up. Yeah. It's not about the movie. It's just which one of us do you like better? It's going to get real personal. It's getting heated
0: up in here. (laughs) Take my shirt off. This is Drago v. Creed all over again. Yeah, man. (laughs) I looked it up. He's never been in an animated movie. Wow. Yeah, so this is, hold on to your butts. This is historic. Yeah. Harrison Ford. You know what I'm really scared
1: of? If they vote Angry Birds 2 and then we end up having to see this as well. <laughs> and it's like well fuck we saw them both, both. <laughs> that backfired yeah that was an awful idea
0: fun fact fellow two dudes movie review fan <gasps> yeah fan from another podcast called Sasquatch Ate My Baby oh that sounds fun yeah they're like a paranormal podcast pretty cool uh, she told me that Secret Life of Pets the first one Gave her severe anxiety. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't why. remember exactly why. I think she told me. But does she like own a dog or something? Because the yes, movie she has she has a couple
1: dogs. Okay, because the movie circulates around dogs being lost. Maybe that's
0: why. So that she could said be she a... didn't like it. It gave her a lot of anxiety. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's what they're going for. It had no effect on me.
1: But no. I am hopeful for this. There's so many good names attached to it. Like I'm just trying to think positive. <laughs> We definitely want you guys to tell us what to do because we're torn and there's no better way to tell someone what to do than go to their Instagram and vote on a poll. (laughs) (laughs) But no, we're going to post it up in our stories. We're going to highlight it. So when you go to our page, it'll be right there on top. You dudes can pick what the two dudes go see. Angry Birds movie two or Secret Life of Pets two.
0: There you go. Yeah. Let us know. Let yeah, the one, please. Let the right one in.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get the fuck out of this trailer park. <laughs> These people are looking at us. They can tell we don't live here. Like, what you doing in this trailer park? <laughs> Maybe by the time we see one of those movies, I'll want them to blast
0: me. <laughs> Come and get me, Billy Joe. <laughs> Green Day comes out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're going to hot tell it out of here.
0: So you ready to get into the business? Yeah, let's do it, baby. We are talking the Lego movie to the second part. Yes. And uh, yeah, we caught this. uh, Was it the opening weekend? It was was opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Opening weekend. And um, yeah, we're finally getting around to reviewing this. (laughs) It's been been a few weeks. Well, we do. We kind of do that on purpose. Yeah,
1: we we backlog episodes a little bit. That way, people have time to go see it. If we release the episode the day the movie comes out, no one's gonna listen to the episode because they don't want to hear it spoiled. Yeah. And Although I don't know if this is a movie that really people care about spoilers.
0: You know what though? That's it's funny you say that because I feel like the first one has a twist at the end. That's true. And the twist kind of makes the movie. It really does. Yeah. And I, I feel I like, love the first one. Yeah, the first one's. So good! Like, it really it's fucking, fucking good. brilliant. It is better than it has any business being. Because Absolutely. When that movie came out, everyone was like, "Look at this fucking cash grab piece of shit." That's yeah. That's and what it, I thought too. Yeah, and then it came out. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, this it's, is amazing!" It's
1: <laughs> yeah. not only is it so much fun; it's so well written and smart that, like I was saying earlier, it's really hard to call it a kids' movie because it has. So much appeal and likability that anybody can fucking enjoy it. I would watch it without my son. I actually did watch it without my son. Same thing with the Lego Batman movie, because I've seen that a few times, mostly because of me. My son never asks to watch it. I've watched it like three times because it's, you know, same team and same type of humor. And it's just so fucking good. So fucking good. I didn't see the Ninja one, though.
0: I, I didn't see that one either. But did you see the Lego Batman movie?
1: That's what I was just talking about. While you were staring at your phone. I was looking
0: something up. Cut that out then.
1: No. The people need to know that you're a dick.
0: No, because then they'll know that I'm looking up stuff while we're recording. So?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I finished talking about how good Lego Batman was. You're like, see Lego Batman? (laughs) (laughs) Just cut that out. No, I'm leaving it in. Just cut it out. I'm leaving it in. You know, Lego Batman was really
0: good. (laughs) I haven't seen it. Oh, I should have known. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you would have known. You know, I didn't see Ninjago, really. Didn't That's what any, it was. I didn't have any interest in seeing that. Lego Batman though was also really good, and I feel like it, at the same like these trailers come out and you're like it's probably not going to be very good, and then you go see it and you're like that was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I think a lot of it though is the people. I mean, obviously a lot of it is the people involved, but the writing is what is yeah what you know got it there.
1: That's always like the biggest thing for these. Is, like studios. Probably aren't looking for the most brilliant script. They just want it done. Yeah. But this team really cares about their writing, and they get amazing people to deliver these lines and act the shit out of it. And the people who are in it are like true fans of like animation and have like a childish mind, in like
0: a good way. Mm-hmm. The the writers on these movies, or at least this one and the first one. Phil Lord, and Chris Miller, who mm-hmm. just did Spider-Verse. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah, that's They're great. fucking geniuses. I think for the first Lego movie, they directed it as well. They wrote and directed it. This one, they only wrote it. It was okay. a different director on it. On this one, Mike Mitchell directed this movie. He's done a few things. Most of them are not very good, but Trolls, Spongebob movie, Shrek 4, and then, of course... Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. <laughs> wow, that's a wild, <laughs> wild lineup. Is uh, it the first
1: SpongeBob movie? Because that was also brilliant. I think it's the second one. Oh, I didn't see
0: that. But I, but I could be wrong. I but didn't the see... first one had a very similar tone, yeah, it like had... a comedic tone, like mm-hmm. same type of jokes. See, I don't know when they came out. I was looking at the year on it, and it looked like it would have been the second one. Oh, okay. But I could be wrong, because was the second SpongeBob movie called like SpongeBob? Bob movie two or the one like, the I don't sequels. think it was. A, I don't think it had like a kind of sequel. yeah I think the one that I saw was just called the SpongeBob movie. So I just assumed that it was. Yeah, I don't it, know the first one, but the date looked like it was the second one. Either way, he did that. I'm surprised so.
1: you didn't see that when you were looking up stuff instead of listening to me.
0: <laughs> Sorry, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, yeah, like the writing team proven fucking great, mm-hmm. but the the cast is bananas in this movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off a whole bunch of people. So a lot of these people were in the first one, but they added some new people. So some of the people who were in like the first one and then reprised in this Chris Pratt, our lead guy. Chris Pratt pulling double duty this time, playing yep. two characters, um, both great.
0: Yeah. Emmett and Rex.
1: Emmett and Rex. Is it
0: Rex Danger Vest? Is that yes. what his name is Rex Danger Vest. <laughs> Fucking
1: great. I love I love some of the character names yes. in this too. Yeah. Will Arnett reprises as Batman. Was it Banks Lucy again? Yep, Elizabeth Wild Banks. Style. Charlie Day, Nick Offerman, spaceship! <laughs> Spaceships! Oh, that was my favorite thing from the first one when he finally builds a spaceship and he's just screaming, screaming. just flying by spaceship. <laughs> That's awesome. We got—I think I said Allison Breed Nick Offerman, Maya Rudolph. Channing Tatum is Superman. Jonah Hill is Green Lantern. We have Stephanie Beatriz, who is from Brooklyn Nine Nine. We got Ralph Fiennes
0: is Alfred. Yep. Will Farrell coming back as President Business. That's right. <laughs> I don't. He's actually not. He's like basically playing himself in this one. He's not President Business in this one. No, he is. Is his figure ever actually in it? As president Only twice, in the beginning
1: and the end. Oh, Remember, okay. he's just like, oh, things seem to be turning sideways. I'm going to go play golf. You guys uh, can figure this yeah, out. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ben Schwartz plays Bananar. Tiffany Haddish, did you, did you mention her? I didn't, but yes, she's in this. Yep. It's, it's insane how many people are in this fucking movie. Nick Offerman is in this one. Yep, yep. said that one, got that one. It, he's
0: like Steelbeard or whatever. Yeah, me- I think Metalbeard. Metalbeard, yeah. I knew who he was, and even like... I'm like, oh, that is who Nick Offerman is voicing. And it doesn't sound anything like him in this. He no, does a good job with it. Absolutely. A lot of these people do a pretty good job like
1: changing their voice. And they're people who don't really have to because you're not playing characters that exist. You know what I mean? Like You're not doing impressions of people where you'd have to like change your voice too wildly. Yeah, But, you know, they're doing something different. I like it. Except it's for really Will good.
0: Arnett. His Batman impression is pretty awesome. It's <laughs> great. He should play Batman, Batman in yeah. a real movie because I would love it. Yeah. Now the cast on this is great, and yeah, the first one had no business being as good as it was. It's like su- super meta. It's very, very witty and uh, satirical with its comedy, and it's a little bit more, I guess, mature in some ways for like a younger kid. Like it's still very silly. Yeah, but it's got a lot of references that adults are gonna appreciate. Absolutely. We were the only adults in the theater that didn't have children <laughs> with us yeah we
1: were and I did not feel weird about it I felt fine yeah, but
0: it was a good time to be had by all
1: but we were laughing at parts like audibly and I heard like there was a dad next to me he was genuinely like laughing at things I heard other adults reacting to it like so what I mean it has it does such a good job of appealing to everybody and that's what kids movies should be doing because obviously, You're going to get the kids to go there. The parents have to be with them. So make it enjoyable for us, too. Mm -hmm. All the good animated movies are both good for kids and for adults. Finding Nemo, Toy Story. Yeah. Now I'm just naming Pixar movies.
0: I mean, there's literally a joke in Toy Story, though, that is like meta for the parents, where he goes, the word I want to say, I can't say, because there's preschool toys present.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, see, like that type of... That type of awareness I think goes a long way. And it's so it's
0: simple. Yeah. Like,
1: but I mean it's not it's not like the most here's the thing brilliant that really when you make
0: a movie only for kids, you are basically assuming that the movie's only gonna be people who for for people who can't process or appreciate something smarter. You're right. basically dumbing your movie down. Yeah. Angry like, birds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> but like why can't you make something smarter that is still fun? Yeah. And that, I mean and like those are the movies that like when a kid gets a little bit older, he'll get more of the jokes. Like movies like that age better. Absolutely. And also they're just other than the fact that they're crafted better, they have a more universal appeal. Like I don't really understand You'll what You'll make point more is. money.
1: It appeals to a broader audience. Yeah, you I don't you expand your age range from just like ages 3 to 12 and then you go from 3 to like 40. Yeah.
0: I don't understand what the point is of making just like this is just a kid's movie? Like, why? Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. Just make a movie for everybody. (laughs) You're you're going to do better at the box office? Like, there's so many more reasons why you shouldn't do that.
1: And it's not that hard. Yeah. Because as funny and witty as this is, it's not so brilliant that it's out of people's grasp. Like, most of it's kind of reference humor and, like, meta humor. It's not anything where you really have to sit down and be like this is a really tough joke to get across it's like yeah. no like you're referencing common things and it's weird because like i want to say that it's easy comedy without putting it down because it's fucking great and it's it's brilliant how well they play it the jokes aren't necessarily low hanging but it's easy to get to those jokes within the context of the movie but the way that they piece it together, that's the brilliance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the jokes are easy, but the craft of putting everything together, that's what's so
0: fucking good about it. One of my favorite jokes from the first one is something similar where I think a kid might not get it on first glance. But it's it's and it really isn't smart humor at all. It's really stupid. But every time I hear it, I die. And they basically do things where Spoiler alert, the plot twist in the first one is that the whole movie is basically being played out through this son and his father through their Legos, basically. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's like this meta thing. But the dad wants to eventually glue all the Lego pieces together because mm-hmm. he's kind of lost attachment to them as toys, and now they're almost like collect. Like, the yeah. reason why he loves Legos is lost now, and now he just wants them as, like, they're just important to him. Right, and like he of... built
1: his world of, with his Legos, and now he wants to keep it perfect. So yeah. he's going to glue
0: everything together. Yeah. But they reference like real-world items in with the Legos at times. And so like the thing that's supposed to destroy the world is crazy glue, but they call it the craggle because it's like the KRA on the glue is visible, but then it, yeah. like, the GL, Like they do stuff like that. The one line that gets me is when they want to... He has Good Cop, Bad, bad Cop, voiced by Liam Neeson in the first yep. one, and he's going to rub his Good Cop face off, and he gets out the Q-tip with the nail polish remover, Yeah, and he goes, bring me the fleece-crested scepter of Q-tip and the, the, the police remover of Nail. <laughs> <laughs> the, the clip is so funny, and he just pulls it out, and it's just a Q-tip with nail polish remover. But I feel like that... like. Some kids might not like get it. They're just gonna. It's just silly words. Yeah. But that always like had me dying. The Kraggle had me dying. And that like, there's so many jokes throughout that whole movie that are so funny, um, and well written that other movies that are meant for kids couldn't. Even, they don't even touch.
1: My favorite line is also, and that's funny. That's Will Ferrell's character. And one of our early episodes, we're shitting on a lot of Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. And how we're like, I don't really find him funny anymore. But. Some of my favorite lines from that movie were him. My favorite was when they realized that they're real people and he's the dad and he's down there and he's telling the son, he's like, you know, you can't just be down here messing with all of this stuff. He's like, these aren't toys. He's like, we literally bought them at the toy store. He's like, that's where you get them. But the way I'm using them, they're, they're not toys. They're for for adults. And the son's like the boxes say ages three to 12 and he goes. They have to put that on there. But the way that he delivers that line, I'm like, he's just like, he's almost saying it like a child. Like, he's just frustrated. He's like, that's just a suggestion. They have to put that on there. (laughs) And I was dying at that. That was great. So, yeah, like, the fucking humor. And it it carries over in this so well. Like, they do a really good job following it up. This movie actually starts exactly where the first one ends. Like, it's an immediate... Follow up, mm-hmm. which I thought that was really
0: cool. I thought that was really cool too. It's weird though because the movie starts like the Lego movie 2 starts up right where the first one ended, but then it shows maybe a minute worth of footage and then it does a time jump of about I don't know what you say five I, to ten years. I think years. it was five years. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the younger sister, he at the end of the first one, Will Ferrell's character says, Now that I'm you know allowing you to play down here. I've got to bring like your 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 sister's allowed down here now, and then the Duplo blocks come down and they're like these demented looking alien yeah. creatures, and so I guess over the five years of her playing with them, and Just like ruins the ruin, city ruins everything. So when the Lego Movie Two starts up, it's basically the Lego Mad Max movie, which, which is basically yeah, that what was, it is. That's fucking great.
1: The city the city's taken on a more gritty and dark tone <laughs> so now every everybody just acts tougher and it shows like all the old characters from the original one but they are now like mad maxian yeah and even like the cats for the cat lady all have like spikes on them and stuff and it's, yep i thought that was really clever like the way they played that it's called like apocalypse or, or apocalypse
0: i think that's what apocalypse like that. or apocalypse berg i think yeah, i think you like got that. it right but yeah everything is shitty but Emmett, the main character, still thinks everything is awesome. <laughs> everything is awesome. <laughs> that song. And they play they play it in this one, but it's everything is not awesome, right? Is what they'd say? Right. Everything's well, not they, awesome. He's also,
1: when he's walking through the Apocalypse-berg, he's listening to a playlist
0: of like basically remixes of everything, everything is awesome. awesome. <laughs> everything right. is awesome is really funny because they made that song to make fun of like shitty generic songs. And then I think it won the Oscar that so- year for yeah, like, or Best or, Original or the very le- Song or At the very least, it was nominated, yeah, for Best Original Song, which is hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, no, so uh, Bricksburg is basically shit. It's like a post-apocalyptic world now. But Emmett is still the stupid carefree character, basically. Yeah, same guy. He's
1: the only person who didn't change who like changed, a more gritty- yeah.
0: Fella. I like the uh, the scene right around there where um, he's talking to Lucy, and she's telling him how to be dramatic. or How to brood. Yeah, how to brood, yeah. and it's just going back and forth between them. That had me laughing. Uh, we're going to be here forever
1: if we talk about all the times we laughed. Like, yeah, no. I cannot stress enough how clever and funny this movie is. Like, it's such a fucking joy.
0: This yeah, this is this is a really really like I mean I feel like we're spoiling our thoughts on the movie or our feelings on the movie right away. It's hard not
1: to because it's great like immediately out of the gate.
0: Yeah, it is very very well written and very fun and you're gonna have a good time watching this movie. Do you want to get into the plot a little bit or how do you wanna? I mean we already yeah we already started. Oh, basically um an alien ship comes down. I don't remember the name of the character who's who's like the alien character in the space suit. I cannot tell you. I don't
1: know if they necessarily gave him a name right away, but they've been hiding out basically. Basically, like, the idea is, like, don't make anything pretty because if it's pretty, then these aliens will come and destroy it. So Emmett makes this house because he just wants it to be back to, like, the way it was and, like, you know, everything's nice and everything is awesome. So he makes, like, this pretty house and whatever, and then he shows Lucy, and Lucy's like, you you can't have this here. Like, the aliens will come and destroy it. And he's like, well, you know, maybe they won't. He's trying to be hopeful, hope that maybe they can get their old world back.
0: But sure enough, them motherfuckers come! <laughs> and the name of that character is General Mayhem. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so General Mayhem comes, and... Basically abducts what is it the five like mightiest warriors or whatever from from uh, Bricksburg or Apocalypseburg yeah and brings them to this is a tough name to say uh oh Queen I'm gonna have to try and oh Queen whatever one (laughs) knobby is I would whatever whatever I wanna wanna be be. yeah that's basically (laughs) whatever it is whatever one knobby. I like I like that. Too.
1: Yeah, they bring it to her. She's like a shapeshifter. She just yeah. can change into like whatever form she
0: wants. This was on the trailer, but they're, what is she? She starts off as uh, like a pony, a unicorn, or something. yeah, a unicorn, and then she's like, oh, I can go to like my like a different form if that helps. And it's like an octopus with three eyes, and they're like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> they're like this is much less palatable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they basically establish and they they make it very obvious that she's gonna be a villain, or at least that's what they want you to think. Yeah. There's a whole song. Dedicated to her basically being like,
1: she's like, I'm definitely not evil. Like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> that like, like, like
0: really shitty misdirection. And, uh, and they're like, this sounds evil. She's like, no, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I will say, I was not a fan of all of the musical numbers on, on this. Like, I was fine with there being like one or two for the first one. There's like a little too much for my taste. I was kind of over it after a few, but I like
1: that they acknowledge it at the beginning of the first song, I think Batman goes, oh my
0: God, we're in a musical. (laughs) (laughs) They had maybe, I think there's maybe like five or six songs in here, but there's, and I mean, all of them are pretty funny. They all have funny lyrics, but there's a few that like- And they all progress the story, which I think is important, which, you know, in
1: other movies like, oh, say Holmes and Watson does not progress. The (laughs) music doesn't progress the story at all. At least this, the music in this didn't bother me at all. I had a, I
0: enjoyed it. I didn't but that's just me. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great. You made good points. I just don't I just didn't like it. Fine. I just didn't want to sit through a bunch of songs, especially one that says what is it? This song's going to get stuck inside you. This, this song's, song's going to <laughs> get stuck inside you. This song's going to get stuck inside you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on for like 3 minutes. I was like all right. I left the theater and I was just going this song's going to get stuck. We actually inside were doing yo. that for this a while to stuck <laughs> inside you. It's catchy. Yeah. Got stuck in my head. This song is called Catchy Song. I looked up the name of it. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they nailed it. Yeah. But you know, so she does this song
1: and Emmett is left behind. And he's gotta go rescue his friends he's... because it turns out that the five that she picked were his five best friends from from the first one, like the team
0: that he has with them. Yeah. Is it it's Batman, Lucy, spaceman, yeah, spaceship guy, Metalbeard. Metalbeard.
1: And the cat yeah, thing, whatever yeah. that
0: is. And before that, what did Lucy says something to Emmett basically being like, you know, basically saying that you gotta change. Yeah, like you gotta kinda grow up or yeah. you know what I mean? So he's he's trying to basically be like heroic and save them. And along the way, he meets Rex Dangerfield, which is also voiced by Chris Pratt. I, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> did you say Dangerfield? Oh no, it's Danger Vest. Danger Vest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rex. Rex Dangerfield, he's like, oh, I tell you, I get no respect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's Legos, I get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I I loved this. His introduction is brilliant. <clears throat> yeah,
0: it's really good. It's, cause they they just show come, it in the trailer.
1: Yeah, but they what they show you in the trailer is only, like, half of what that intro is, really. Because there's a lot of reference to basically Rex Danger Vest is Chris Pratt's career. Yeah, I thought that was great. We talked about it being meta. I think my favorite—they don't show you in the trailer. My favorite joke from that—he's like, "I'm just a, I'm just a chiseled handsome man who was hiding behind baby fat." Fat, Yeah, (laughs) and I was like, (laughs) "That's fucking incredible." (laughs) Because there's like the obvious reference of the—he's like, "I train these velociraptors." Yeah, (laughs) and he. I like that it's kind of making fun of his Jurassic World role. I think. Yeah, well, bit. it's
0: like it says like spaceman, which is Star Lord. Yep. Uh, cowboy, which is from the um, so the Magnificent Six or something, Magnificent Seven, whatever that movie was. Oh yeah, and then archaeologist Jurassic World. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like it just goes through all of his roles, like one after and, and another. <laughs> the, the, that baby fat line, I was like, that's.
1: That's fucking amazing. I feel like
0: that, that's funny. And it's becoming almost like his shtick because, like, in Infinity War, there's the whole line where, like, Rocket's like, you're one sandwich away from being fat. And yeah. He's like, I'm going to commit. I'm going to get a bow flex. Yeah. It's like, that's it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to commit. No, that was really funny. And he basically, so in the first one, Emmett is becoming the um, master builder. Yeah. But now he has to become the master breaker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so Rex teaches them how to basically break shit. Smash it. Yeah.
1: So an- another interesting thing that they show like in the beginning before even meeting Rex is like it's like a stargate but it's really just the door from the basement yeah. to the rest of the house but the Lego pieces are aware of it now. So Emmett's trying to go through I think they call it the stairgate. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. But He's trying to go through there so he can save his friends, but he has a hard time breaking through. Rex is the one who comes and like basically rescues him and then gets him through to the other side. And he's basically teaching him how to be a badass and just go rescue his friends. And he's giving him the grit that he needs. So they meet each other. They're like best friends. Rex finds out that Emmett is Emmett because he remembers from years ago. He's like, oh, that's you? He's like, that's awesome. I'm like, I'm a huge fan of you. And like you single-handedly like saved us from the craggle and everything. And like he's like, Oh, that's that's awesome. He's like, I can't believe I'm talking to you and everything. So like Emmett's admiring Rex for being like a badass stud. Rex is all like, <laughs> You're you're a hero, dude. So he's like miring him. And they just have like a bromance for for like the rest <laughs> of the movie and like helping each other out through this whole ride. Yeah, th- thus the the journey begins to like save save their friends. I really like the way that uh they play more in this one because now they've already established that these are just toys and that's basically like the kids' imaginations that are making everything happen. I like the way that they played between showing you the actual Legos, like inhuman like basically stop motion and the animation side of it. Like I really like the way that they they mended those two worlds. Because they play on it a lot more in this one than they did the first one.
0: They do, and I mean, that obviously is by design because in the first one, they save it until the end. Right Now in this one, you know it so they can play on it more. I like that. Sometimes I feel like that concept gets muddled a little bit. Mm -hmm. There's a part where a character is stuck under a dryer, and I think they show the people in the room they're not interacting with them, so it kind of makes me question how... Things actually happen between the Lego world and the outside world. Sure, it is also an animated movie. It it is, uh, but I feel like the first one is very tight with everything, and because they're saving the reveal, they want you to get engulfed
1: in this world only to realize that it's
0: yeah. But like even with even even with that, like they basically say like yeah, everything that you saw was these people playing with these Legos, and this one they say the same thing, but then there's scenes that contradict that a little bit. That was yeah. just something that bothered me like, a little bit. I didn't really care all that much, but it just I feel like they took a little bit more liberty with the concept, and I don't know if I liked it as much because I feel like you had already established something. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I let it go
1: because it's a kid's movie, <laughs> and I was just having a good goddamn we're, time. I feel, like
0: we're, I feel like we're holding this movie up to higher standards based on the, the first movie. I'm trying not to. You're trying not to okay trying not to that's why I'm I am making the comparison
1: because it's a, it's a sequel mm-hmm. but there is a lot of contrast between the two yeah and I like that it's not it is a continuation of the story but it's very much not the same movie
0: no, it isn't I actually you know? we've been talking a lot about how these two movies are very meta and all the similarities between them. I do think tonally there is a little bit of a tone difference between the two movies yeah. I actually feel like this movie is marketed more for kids than the first one.
1: Okay, yeah, I can totally see that. Do you agree? Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's definitely got more musical numbers, which we had already said. I think that appeals more to
0: children than it would us in our age. I think the humor in this one is a little bit more for kids as well.
1: I don't know, dude. There are some references in this that I was no, kind of like... No, there are. I, I just was like, oh, that's that's a little off. Like That's crazy.
0: <laughs> there are, but at the same time, I felt like... The first one had, like, I just remember a lot of the jokes being jokes that, like, I could really appreciate. They mention Elliot Smith in this movie. What kids movie talks about <laughs> Elliot Smith? Like, that's fucking crazy to me. I wrote that down. I was like, whoa. <laughs> just while we're on a, one laugh, the one thing that had me dying was when they made fun of basically, like, the cheesiness of the Aquaman character. Yes, from, from... I was I was
1: sitting here with bated breath. I I thought that's what you were okay, about go to go say. Okay,
0: yeah. Yeah, I
1: wrote down in my notes, Aquaman, Lego, better than man. Like, greater than sign.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's like two lines that people always he go, reference. My like, man! My man, and then there's the one from where he jumps out of the, the plane in the Aquaman trailer, and he goes, Woo! So yeah. they basically play the two of them. He only has two lines in the whole movie, and it's, my man! And then he screams and jumps into a plane. <laughs> yeah. I lost it in the theater. That was great. <laughs> but that's the one thing I will say. Like, this is a Warner Brothers movie we always talk about how the DC movies are trying to be all dark and brooding and all this shit. I like that. They really are making fun and playing with their own characters and like yeah. making fun of themselves. And we've said it in a few. of Oh, our-
1: that same scene. There's a really good line. Cause they're, cause they're talking about like how they're trying to fight back against the aliens. It's like, we even sense we even sense like our justice league and everything. And then it's like, it's like, we tried to get Marvel. Yeah. We tried to get, Uh, whoever, but Marvel's not returning our calls. I
0: thought that was awesome. I think that, I mean, you know, these aren't the same studios, but we've talked about it when we talked about Shazam and stuff like that. I think they are, they're much more self-aware now with what is working and stuff like that. And I think that humor is very, it resonates with a lot of people and just the awareness is very promising for future movies and stuff like that. Yeah. I just I liked it all. I I like that they they make they did not have any shame making fun of their characters or how bad their movies have been doing and stuff like that. Not at all. (laughs) All right, so this movie
1: continues. You know we're having a good time and stuff. The five who are abducted are now on the new planet, whatever it's called, and oh they're in. They call it the Sistar system. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they which do, I thought that this was this... I thought that was funny,
0: and also when they go up the stairs and stuff, like they end up in the sisters' room. That's why it's the star system. Yeah, room. exactly. Yeah.
1: So they're they're there and they're getting like pampered, and they're trying to go through all this treatment. That's where we're introduced to the mm, this, song's <laughs> oh, this song's gonna get stuck inside you. This song's gonna get stuck in such, and they basically use it to like hypnotize people, and they start like rocking out. But Lucy's fighting against it. She does not want to. Yeah, you know, fall into the the trappings of it. And in there, in this spa, and there's a part where there's like, oh, you could go in the hot tub, but Bruce Willis is in there right now. And he's just (laughs) like, hey, guys. And I watched that in the first time, because I thought it was just going to be like a brief pass-through. I'm like, I wonder if that's really Bruce Willis. And then they go back to him again, and he has a couple more lines. Watch the credits. It was fucking Bruce Willis. (laughs) That's insane.
0: They just got him to play himself for a few seconds. Yeah. What a... Wow. I was I was blown away. That's why I I don't know if either Bruce Willis was a fan of the first movie or it's just the amount of people that worked on this and Bruce Willis was friends with them and just was like, yeah, I'd like to work on it. Yeah, because I almost recently I rewatched uh, This Is the End and it just kind of reminded me of like all your friends just wanting to be involved in a movie because it was it was a fun, fun first movie and yeah. I'm sure it was fun to make this. Yeah, also easy check. He had like three lines. Yeah, it was. But I'm just I was just thinking about, like they get all these like big names to come out for like because that's the thing also. A lot of these characters that are big names in a sense are underutilized. Like Charlie Day just says spaceship a bunch of times. Basically. But like it's really funny. I feel like a lot of these actors probably are friends with people or really like the first one and wanted to be a part of this because they don't really do you know, they don't really have a lot of lines. They don't really like do that much, but their parts are always great. Yeah, for sure. They're they're used well.
1: I'm sure when they get the script they're I'm sure they already had planned maybe a couple different actors in mind, because you can pretty much interchange that with whoever you want. Oh, no, you can't, because later Lucy's trying to escape from that place, and she's crawling through the vent, the vent, and he's yeah. just like, I don't live up here, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, okay. He's like, I'm going to go that way, <laughs> and <then> he's... A <laughs> little reference to Die Hard, yeah. I, I, that was fucking great. <laughs> I had such a good time just picking out all the little references, and there's no way a kid's going to get that Die Hard yeah, reference. no. No one would get there's that. There's so much... So much that they piped in there for people like our age and even like a little bit older. But yeah, that that Bruce Willis bit was great. Just Will Arnett, everything he says in this movie is fucking great. He gets really like meta with the Batman
0: references. He has one of the lines in the first Lego movie is one of his. That's like it's one of my favorites because they kind of make him a little bit like broey at times in both these oh, movies. Yeah. And there's, he gets, like, speakers. He gets, like, subwoofers put in the Batmobile in the original one. Yeah. And he goes, he goes listen to the dogs bark. <laughs> <laughs> Will
1: Arnett's so good at that char- that type of a character. <laughs> so we digress. We keep getting wrapped up in, like, all the great bits in this.
0: I don't want to say every joke from, from, from this movie. movie. yeah. From here, they're in the Sistar system in the sister's room. And they are making a big deal out of it's basically a wedding royal wedding royal wedding between batman and queen whatever i want to be basically yeah. when be. and uh there's a whole like dance song part part of that that song actually did like i like the I like lyrics that i she, that was, she's trying
1: funny. to trick batman into wanting to marry her yeah and batman's basically being like
0: He's like, no, I can, I can do it. Yeah, he's he's basically get becoming jealous over
1: Superman. Yeah, because she's like, what? She's like, I don't date. I think the whole song is like, I don't date
0: Gotham City guys. Yeah, which I, <laughs> I thought, thought uh, was, that funny. was fucking great. But now they're planning this whole wedding type thing, and the entire thing seems like it's leading up to, like, this master plan that she has where she's going to cause the apocalypse. Emmett had seen a vision earlier in the movie. Of, yeah. of the end of days, basically. And it seems like that's what it, everything's leading up to. And Emmett is with Rex. He's trying to get there to save the day. He learns how to be the uh, master breaker. The masturbator. <laughs> the masturbator. <laughs>
1: you just gotta start jerking off, dude. and put your craggle on it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I fucking spilled craggle <laughs> all over my jeans.
0: <laughs> 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 crackle <laughs> <laughs> So so they're trying to get there and eventually Emmett does get there and he tells I think he tells yeah he meets up with everyone and basically he tells Lucy and um I don't know if he tells Batman or not but I think like metal be better them, like this is the plan I need to get to this he needs to get to a room right yeah and um he needs to do the, the basically like this punch like the this, like, the mega mass, break mega, punch yeah, thing on top of this, uh, top of the wedding cake, right? Yeah, wedding this
1: cake. giant wedding cake they've been building for the ceremony. He has to destroy it and ruin the ceremony.
0: Yeah. But during during this whole thing, it plays out that Queen, whatever, a wannabe, <laughs> I always, I just, wannabe. That's wannabe. all I keep saying. Oh, uh, wannabe. You've been led to believe that she's the villain. Turns out she's not actually the villain. Yeah. She the, just wants a nice wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> the villain is actually Rex, which is future Emmett. Oh, spoiler! Spoiler, yeah. Is this an Endgame spoiler? I, <laughs> I, I, maybe it is. I don't know. Time Warner Howdy. Brothers is spoiling a Marvel movie. That, <laughs> that'd be the ultimate fucking move. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that'd be such
1: an F you. That's honestly what they probably need right now.
0: <laughs> so Street, you
1: know what, Marvel? We
0: know your plans. We got Pratt. <laughs> he spilled the beans. beans. You thought Tom Holland was bad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be crazy. I also think it's funny. Uh, was it Glass? You're like, is this a Marvel like origin story? <laughs> every movie is has to, yeah, every movie has to tie into Marvel. It's the only way I'm going to see it. <laughs> but Emmett doesn't listen. He punches the cake. He retroactively causes the apocalypse because he was so focused on trying to change and impress Lucy that he fucked everything up. Absolutely. What a jerk. What a fucking ass. Fucking asshole that guy was. Big ol' asshole. (laughs) Then basically after that point it cuts out of the Lego world, it goes into the real world, and you find out that basically the son and the daughter they were like fighting and the son ended up smashing the girl's Lego pieces. Yeah. He's the true masturbator. Yes, he is the true masturbator. He's He's of age. Yeah, he's at the ripe old age.
1: Definitely too old to be playing with Lego (laughs) still. His dad was. So That's true. Bad influence. Yeah. Wait, his dad was playing with Legos or masturbating? He did have the craggle on him. That's true. <laughs> I got all this craggle on my hands.
0: Better go wash off. <laughs> Does anyone ever say that in that like situation? I've got craggle on my hands. I better go wash off. <laughs> like, I hope so. I'm going to start. <laughs> but no, I actually really like... These scenes, and this is basically where, like, the, like, emotional weight of this movie comes in. Yeah. Is basically with the daughter and the brother. And she's basically just says that she wanted to, like, fit in the whole time. Like, all I wanted to ever do is, is, you know, be able to play with you. Yeah. She just wants to play with her older brother. It's Yeah. It's sweet. And her older brother's being a huge scumbag. Well, yeah. (laughs) Boys will be boys. Yeah, and then, um, which is
1: funny because it feels like the whole first half of the movie is the moral of the story is girls are the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, it's like my sister can play with these toys now. So I hate them. (laughs) She ruined everything. So, yeah, talk about heart, man. I mean, I have a younger sister, so I get it. But I also don't remember having a problem with us like playing together. So maybe I don't get it. But, (laughs) But yeah, like you find out that she just wanted to play with him. Like she just wanted to share the experience of playing with these Legos and joining. So that's why she's been going down and abducting his like his Lego stuff and trying to play in his city and then he turned it into like a whole apocalypse thing. Yeah. And then the mom comes. You don't you don't meet the mom in the first movie. No. You meet the dad. And the dad, you hear him in this, but you don't see Will Ferrell, but now we meet the mom, and she comes in. It's Maya Rudolph, who I love. Mm -hmm. She's fucking hilarious from SNL fame, and she is just like, what's going on in here? Because they're fighting. She's like, I I know I said last time and the time before that that if you guys can't get along, then they're going to go away, but this is it. And she steps on a Lego brick, which I think we all know is the... (laughs) The worst. I think the joke she makes, she's just like, childbirth up here, that, just right, right, right under that, just right under childbirth. Yeah. And she, she steps on a Lego twice and she's just like so upset by it. Like, but like that quiet, kind of like, mm, like that clenching, like she was fucking great. But she's basically like, they go away now, pack them all up and they all go into bins. Yep. Which leads us to the next musical number. <laughs> everything's not awesome. Yeah. It's kind of bleak. It's a bleak yeah. song. I mean, it has like a happy ending to it, but still, it's all just like everything's not awesome. <laughs> everything's not good because we're in a bucket. <laughs> Those aren't the words. I don't remember <laughs> it, but
0: I appreciated that. Again, I was over the songs at that point, but I appreciated that they did a spin on that song. Yeah, that was cool that they kind of made it more real. I think that song had the most
1: important message in the movie. It's basically saying to kids, like, not everything needs to be awesome. Sometimes things are hard. Yeah. But it could be awesome. I think that was a thing. It's
0: like, everything's not awesome, but it will be. One thing that, I don't know if it bothers me or not about this movie. The first one's very streamlined. Like, yeah. it's we've gone over how smart it is and all that stuff. But it's basically got, like, a theme on top of it. And then another like underlying theme below it, and, and that's it. And yeah, and that's that's basically it. This one has a lot of different themes, metaphors and stuff running at the same time, and I feel like some of them don't pay off as well as others, or they yeah. don't come across as well. I just felt like there's there's a whole theme of like almost like be careful what you wish for type thing with like your your spouses or whatever, because like Lucy wants Emmett to change, but then when he does change, she doesn't. She wants him back the way he was, right? And like. Like acceptance and um, you know, getting together, putting aside differences, and all this stuff. There's like a lot of messages smashed into this movie, and I think they all work for the most part. But I feel like the messages in the in the first Lego movie were a lot stronger. Yeah, and, and f- they fleshed out, and I felt like they. They resolve in a much stronger way. Well, now who's holding this up to the first one much? I, I'm I'm trying to hold this movie up to a high standard because I like the first one a lot. Yeah. That being said, this movie still pretty good. No, no. I, pretty
1: good. I, I enjoyed, enjoyed this. I like it a lot. But anyways, the resolve. The son is realizing the error of his ways. Oh, big reveal. Big reveal, Queen, whatever I wanna be. <laughs> I
0: wanna be. <laughs> I wanna
1: be. She at the wedding is like, I now I will take my original form. In the beginning of the movie, when the aliens first come, they're all like, we should attack. And then Emmett's like, no, like, she should welcome them. And he makes a heart out of the, you know, like the bigger blocks, right. whatever yeah, they are. Duplo blocks. Right. So he makes a heart and like presents it to them. That is her original form. So then you find out that is the, is the first alien was that yeah. part when he like mm-hmm. welcomes her. So that was like a sweet, sweet little moment. And then that's basically when they really realize like, Oh, she's not really not evil. Yeah. But like that point already too late. And the son whilst packing up the Legos is saddened by this. So the sisters like, I just wanted to play with you. And then he goes up and kind of gives her that heart again or whatever. And then they're... Chummy. And they get to play with the things. But not not before Rex and Emmett have a battle underneath the dryer. Washing the washing machine. Whichever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The laundry machine. There you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they have, a, they have a fun little fight scene. But as like real Legos. Well, yeah. it kind of goes back and forth between the
0: animated and real Legos. That's kind of what like... I was saying where I don't know if that works narratively because you yeah, fine know, for me, it's fine for you. Okay. Yeah. I had fun. It was fun. All I right. think you're scrutinizing it a little much. I think I am
1: too. That, that I don't think works. I mean, we do have a movie review podcast. I guess it's, we're supposed to scrutinize it, Yeah, but I'm also the lazy one. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like, it was fine. <laughs> that, that didn't work for me, but oh, I didn't like blow my dick off, but it was, yeah. It didn't bother me at all. I was just, I was just in it, and at that point, I'd
0: had so much fun that I was just like, yeah, "Yes, you do whatever you want." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like my complaints about this movie are more so nitpicks than actual like issues with the movie. They're, yeah, they're nitpicks. Like, yeah, for sure. I'm complaining about things more because the first one was so good that I'm holding up to a higher standard. Like I want this movie to be as good as the first one, which I thought could have won the best animated movie of the year that year. So I'm complaining about things that I probably wouldn't complain about if I was watching like despicable me. Yeah. Cause despicable me is not going to like, or like the minions movie is not going to take time to like, give me all these like metaphors about like acceptance right, and like, and yeah. like losing your childhood and stuff like that. Like, The fact that we're even talking about that in this movie is almost a compliment, even though I'm complaining about it a little bit. This movie touches on a lot of kind of mature points
1: that you don't see in a lot of animated movies these days, for sure. But yeah, like I agree with what you said before, how it does try to do a little bit too much, whereas the first movie, like there's pretty much just one through line. Like this one does, it's a little bit more cluttered. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more cluttered. That being said, now that we just passed Oscars, you mentioned. You felt Lego, the first one, was like a strong runner for Best Animated. Do you think this one, I mean, we're still very early in the year, but could you see this one landing on the shortlist for Best Animated for the Oscars next year? That is a tough one. I mean, we haven't had a ton of animated movies out yet, but when you look at the docket of what's coming out, yeah, like Sonic, the
0: (laughs) Bigfoot movie. (laughs) Toy Story 4 is coming out this year. Oh, I forgot about that. That's this year? Yeah. That's the summer. So that's not even up for discussion. We're going to see that. Yeah, no. We're going to see that. I heard that How to Train Your Dragon 3 is very good. Oh, right, right, right. Um, You know, this movie is really good. I do think that the first one is better. I can co-sign that. I also
1: enjoyed the first one more. And I watched the first movie the morning before we went to see the second one. So it was super fresh and still with them next right next to each other i i did truly enjoy the first one more not a total indictment of the second one it's still a very good movie i just think the first one was a little bit more concise yeah
0: i like the first one more this one is a sequel and sequels tend to maybe not fare as well in terms of the academy and stuff like that oh, it, it depends okay. on what it depends on what it is but like i mean everything is a sequel now toy story
1: 4 how to Train Your Dragon 3, Secret yeah. Life of Pets 2, Angry Birds 2. I
0: was just The winner this year was Spider-Verse, an original movie. But it
1: was super innovative, too, in the animation and yeah. everything, so um, that makes
0: sense. Last year was... I'm trying to remember what last year's animated movie of the year was. But I, the year before that was Zootopia, an original movie. Uh, that movie's I think, great. I think the year before that may have been Brave, which I did not like, but that's an original movie. Okay. So I feel like sequels a little bit get looked past on a little bit. Well, um, I guess we'll see by the end. Of the, I mean, it is super early, probably way too early. to. This tell. movie will undoubtedly be on the short list. I wouldn't be surprised either if it is uh, a nominee because the animation in this is phenomenal. Yeah. It's it's very good. I just think as a movie as a whole, the last one was better and that didn't get a win. Even though I think it probably should have. So I'm just going, I'm going to say that it doesn't win, but I could see it being a nom. That's great. Yeah. The one thing I did want now that we're talking about, you know, the first one and sequels and all that, I kind of wanted I I took a look at the entire Lego movie franchise. So Lego 1, Lego Batman, Ninjago, like Ninjago and then this one. And this one. Okay. I'm curious if this type of movie is getting stale for people. Oh, I'm assuming we have a decline.
1: Yes. And I feel like Ninjago probably doesn't have a lot of appeal.
0: No, and you know what though? It's not even scores. I mean, it is the scores, but at the same time, it's also the money coming in. Right. That's what I figured you were talking about. Yeah. I didn't even, I
1: didn't even put in my
0: head the scores. So I'll I'll just say the scores now anyway. Yeah. Hit it. The hit first me with Lego it. movie sits at a ninety five percent. <laughs> ninety five. That's high. Fucking awesome. It made four hundred and sixty nine million dollars. Whoa. That's, not, that's that, how much it made. That's it, big
1: money for a a first.
0: Like yeah. A, not a non sequel. It cost sixty million dollars to make. So. I mean it did great. The Lego Batman movie sits at a ninety percent. Also so really very good. good. That cost eighty million dollars to make. So tick up twenty million dollars on that one. Yep. That one made three hundred and eleven million. So it still made Still good. Still but good, not but as it made hundred and fifty million dollars less. Right, not as good. The Lego Ninjago movie sits at a fifty-six, so that's not very good. Yeah. Um seventy million. Dollars to make scaled so, it down t- a little bit, ten dollars, and it made only a hundred and twenty-three million. Yikes, that's not very good. No, <laughs> at it, all. Couldn't even double the scores on this one. We're gonna get to that in a minute when we get to Tomato Tomato, But the scores on this one are obviously up from the Ninjago movie. Yeah, but I was surprised that even the Batman movie couldn't pass the first one. Yeah, like the Batman movie is very good and it also has Might be the a little appeal-
1: bit more. Sp- maybe because it's more
0: specific. I was almost like I feel like a movie about Batman and superheroes in general would have more appeal than maybe just a movie about Legos and it also had the backing of the first Lego movie which was so good, yeah. Yeah, so I was just the immediate follow up to it. I was uh just surprised by that because, you know, I love the first one. I really like Lego Batman too. And I really like this one too and it seems like people are spending less and less money on these movies to go see them. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think? Do you think that people are getting tired of them, or do you just think that... I think Ninjago is a weird place to go after all of
1: that. Yeah. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. That was a theatrical release. Yeah. That feels. It feels like it should be a straight-to-video. I definitely agree with that. So, I don't know where they were thinking that would go, but yeah, I'm a little surprised by the Lego Batman one, because it was very funny. A lot of really funny people in that, like Zach Galifianakis is in that, Doug Benson, and mm-hmm. uh, Tons of comedians, a lot of the same comedians who are in the Lego movies yep. and Will are net reprising again. Yep. But I would be way surprised if you tell me that Lego 2, by the end of this, isn't better than... Well, it's definitely got to be better than Ninjago. I think Lego 2 will land higher than Batman, though. You think so? I think so. I mean, it's still way too early to tell because we're only, at the time of recording this, maybe two weeks in on its run.
0: Yeah. We are... Uh, yeah for one two like a two week weeks. and a half yeah, yeah like, like a week and a half um so I'm looking at it now, and you figure it's probably gonna be in the theater for probably at least another month month and a half yeah about yeah, that. that that makes sense right now worldwide sits at hundred and thirty million dollars okay, so it's going to pass Nin- ninjago it, yeah for sure. um it already actually it already has and i I don't think it's gonna break Batman though you don't think so I don't think so. We'll we'll see. I think it'll
1: come close, but it's on track to. If they're doing, they've already got hundred and forty in in a week and a half. Yeah, I mean, it it you can't assume that they're going to make the same amount of money each week. But even at like a sliding scale, like a decreasing scale, like I think they're gonna, they'll at least break three hundred. I'd say they'll
0: break three hundred mil. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably what they're they're shooting for, especially based on the other movies that are coming out. I just uh. Yeah, they're going up against some heavy hitters now. Yeah, now I mean now in theaters you have Alita: Battle Angel, which is uh, which is you know a movie. It's a movie that is out in theaters. (laughs) Yep, nailed it. But it's got James Cameron behind it, big CGI fest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fighting with My Family, which is you know movie that's probably not going to kill it at the box office, but I'm hearing it's very good. I'm really excited to do that episode. Yeah. Uh, and How to Train Your Dragon Three is definitely big competition for the Lego Movie. Right, March first. Medea family funeral. Oh, it's gonna that's be That's gonna be a killer. Oh, we gotta see that. <laughs> but no, so I'm. I don't know how much this movie's gonna make. And I mean, I really like these movies. I just found those totals kind of like. well, I don't, I don't know if it was eye opening, but I was just surprised. Yeah, because people love these movies, and I feel like any you talked mentioned the Lego movie to someone like, oh my god, the first one was so amazing. Like I loved it. But, right. Like 400 was a little bit low, like just uh. based on how much people love that movie.
1: I don't know, man. It might be more of like a like a late to the game thing.
0: I was very late to the game. True. Yeah. So while we're going on that, do you want to get into our tomato tomatoes? Boy, do I. All right. The Lego Movie 2. The second part. The second part. <laughs> Critic score 86%. Okay. Audience score 76%. Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> ooh! so I see we dipped below a 90, yeah. which
0: so bat. So we started at it was 95 for the first one. Now first one then, then
1: it went to 90 for Batman and then it dropped way down for Jago. Ninjago, and now we're at 86. So at least it's a step up. Mm-hmm. Step in the right direction. I am going to say
0: tomato. I am also going tomato. Good. My we can still be friends. <laughs> what's your what's your letter grade? Honestly, I I feel like I'm right
1: there, like 86, like so that would be like a B or a B plus, I think, like mm-hmm. B plus. You want B plus? Yeah, I'm gonna say B plus. I think 86 is at the low end of B plus, but I'm fine with 86. Yeah, that I think it's a fucking dead on score. because I... it it's really good. It has its you know weaknesses, but I feel like a lot of those weaknesses are a little bit. You know, nitpicky, but it was it was a really good
0: time. There was a lot of enjoyment to be had here. I am going a B with my grade for basically the same points that you said. I really like this movie. I thought it was very funny. Uh animation on it is great. I did think that it was a little bit more for kids. I didn't particularly appreciate the musical numbers in it. Yeah. (laughs) I just felt like the writing on the first one was a little bit smarter, but overall I had a really good time with this. So I'm giving it a B.
1: I think also I watch animated movies now with a different mindset because I see so many bad ones because of my <laughs> yeah. son and I have to watch them so many times that when there's a good one that's bearable, all I think is I can watch this movie multiple viewings with my son without it driving me insane. <laughs> like, I don't think this movie... I would hate if I had to watch it every day for a month. Yeah. Because that's basically what happens in my house. <laughs> it's like I've had to watch Despicable Me 3. Uh, there's literally been days where I watch it three times with my son because it's the only thing he wants to watch. I've seen Moana. I know every word to Moana. But even that one, it was enjoyable because I got used to the songs. Yeah. And I liked certain parts of it. But this movie, I feel like I can watch with him and I would be totally fine if I had to watch it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. I don't think
0: I would have any issue watching this a bunch of times. I'm going to buy this on
1: for sure. Buying this on Blu-ray when it comes out. Yeah. Well, man, we did it. Another episode, another week. I'm so happy. This is a movie that we liked, though. The last few. I mean, I don't know how many episodes in a row has it been where we've been either met to? I think it was Glass, Aquaman, and Velvet Buzzsaw it, three in a row where we were. And Alita. Oh shit. Four in a row. We've been on a little bit of a lull with these movies. We've been watching some fucking stinkers. Yeah.
0: Honestly, 2019 has not been that good.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've acknowledged that January, February are usually pretty rough months just in general for, like, movies throughout the year. So, at least we have a lot to look forward to. We got Us coming very soon. We have Captain Marvel, which we already have tickets for. So Yep. Hopefully, we get some fucking saviors coming to get us. We got Endgame, S- I f- Spider-Man, Far From Home. I'm only listing Marvel movies. movies. <laughs> I
0: think, I think though, that March is going to be a-, a month that... Banger. Yeah. So, I mean, Captain Marvel, us. Dumbo might be fun. I don't know. I'm, that's one we should definitely see. Yeah. And then, I mean, April, you got Shazam. Shazam! <laughs> Hellboy, I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm... It's going to be very good. Just watching the trailers. I'm hoping that it's a lot better than it looks
1: so far. I'll t- I, I I hope that's like a surprise hit. Yeah, I hope for, so, At too. least for us. I don't care if it's not a blockbuster, like makes a ton of money, but I just hope that it's good. I'll
0: tell you, I'm actually really looking forward to May. I know that's like three months out now, but yeah, Detective Pikachu is probably going to be crap. Oh, oh! But, but, but I am, as a Pokemon fan, looking forward to that. One movie, this is one of my most anticipated movies, though, this year. I'm stoked for John Wick three. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah we gotta go see that Aladdin. I still have to see John Wick two. Oh yeah, definitely. I've watch only it. seen one. John Wick two is really good. Oh, fuck, I gotta get that. You can borrow it on your way out if you want.
1: Yes, yeah. Do
0: you have both of them? I want to
1: rewatch John Wick one before I. I, I, I do have both of them because I saw it when it came out and that's it. Yeah, no, also, you can, you can borrow both of them. It's also super big, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember all of it.
0: Um, have you seen the trailer for *Brightburn*? No. It that's. I'm pretty sure that's uh. James Gunn's new project okay. since leaving Guardians. Well, hey man, and save it for the trailer park. Okay, but it's a <laughs> superhero movie. Oh, think if Superman came down to Earth, but he's evil. It's like a horror superhero. So movie. So General Zod. Kind of, yeah, I guess so. But it's a horror superhero movie. That sounds cool. And Godzilla. That's, oh that's yes, May. that's May right there. Very excited for that. So all right, so we got a lot to look forward to. I'm very
1: excited. Yeah, and if you want to stay up to date and kind of like peek at our lives, see what we're doing. Sometimes we'll post little stories when we're going to see the movies. So you might know a couple weeks before what movies we're going to be reviewing. I think obviously the movies that we're most excited for, you know, we're going to talk about them. We're going to go see them and you're going to get an episode, but stay up to date. Follow us on Instagram at two dudes, movie reviews. And then from there you can find all of our other social media, but that's really where we're most active. So let's just start there. One thing at a time. Yeah. Get our followers up. Don't forget, we want you to vote. Angry Birds 2, Secret Life of Pets 2. What are we gonna see? I'm gonna post it up in our story today that this episode drops out. I'm also gonna highlight it. So you head over to our page, give us a vote, tell us which one we have to see. I'll bring my son. He'll we'll have him on the podcast. He will be actually he'll he'll
0: probably have more insight than I would. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna are we gonna keep put him in the category for the two dudes review the two dudes movie reviews guess?
1: I think we should. <laughs> I think we should. Be careful how you rate him. <laughs> yeah, a, I'll be very, very upset. upset. <laughs> <laughs> that is my son. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, I just want you guys to uh, have a great day. I'm just kidding. Suck it, losers.